Hello, dear brother and dear sister in the Lord. Uh, this is Pastor Meche Lopez Miranda from Congregation Lion of Judah. And today I want to share a few practical uh, strategies on how to deal with the present crisis. And I think it would be an understatement to say that we are all affected in one way or another under you know this new crisis of the coronavirus. And you know, if you think about what is a crisis, a crisis is a difficult situation that alters the normality of life. You know, some it, life is affected in some way. And I think we can surely say that our life has been affected big time. And uh, for instance, uh, your children that should be in school are at home full time, which is a new thing for you. Uh, you might have been going to an office or a workspace and now you're probably at home too. Uh, things that are very common and you know that you wouldn't cost you any concern like toilet paper for instance has become a stress factor also in our lives. So you know it's, it's sure to say we're all under in a crisis mode. Well in a crisis situation not a crisis mode. That's what I, my, I want to talk about today. Not to be in crisis mode even within this uh, difficult situations that we're dealing with now. So I just want to uh, have uh, share with you some practical suggestions in terms of uh, what to do in these this time of crisis and that are applicable in any crisis situation in our lives, be it individual or collective. One thing is that I'm, I advise you is to separate the wheat from the chef. You know, there's so much information out there. It's uh, sensationalist, it's, you know, tabloid type information. There are many rumors and, and I think as, as believers, we need to discern, okay, this is not going to be good for me or my family, so I'm going to stay away from that. I think we've become obsessed with all the information. I bet that many of us, the first thing that we do in the morning is to, you know, get, you know, what does Fox News say? What does, you know, what the Boston News say about, you know, what's happening here? And although I think it's very important to be informed and educated, I think that's that's clue in the success of all of this. It is important, but we need to be careful in what information we allow to to get into our mind and our heart, and that could be affecting us in a negative way. So you know, let's be careful with that, so that we don't uh, become anxious, uh, but that you know we live normal the life as normal as it could be, and to always take time to meditate on the truth of of Scripture. You know, discern what information you're getting from outside that is true and what, which one is, n is not worth our time. And discern, you know, what the truth of God says at this time and how we're going to apply it in our lives. You know, be, be mindful of those things, of always acting according to the truth, be it external truth or be it the truth of the Word of God. One, something else that I want to tell you is that uh, not to focus on what you do not have at this time. You know, we, again, we know our normal lives have been altered in, in significant ways, but let's not focus on what we don't have. And let's choose to focus on what we do have. You know, let's consider our blessings, uh, the blessings that we have. We still have blessing. We have one another. Um, one of the things that, uh, that are important in this time is to 
to you know recognize the blessing of family and friends and and not to and and to then guard our emotional home environment it's so important you know when when we're under stress what do we do we we get anxious then we get uh, our words are not as nice as they could be sometimes we are because we are anxious we can become angry at times and and mistreat somebody be it by word or by action so you know our our home environment is so precious and i hope that this time of crisis um, allows us to value how important that is and how important our own attitude and let's say emotional behavior with one another, it, how valuable that is and how that can really build a strong home. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm hoping that that would be one good outcome of all of this, to go back to basics. Because we, when we have things to do, uh, you're here, you're there, and we're moving around, you know, sometimes we don't value each other and we become self-sufficient. But at this time, we need each other. So let's make sure that our home environment is, is um, nourished with love and appreciation for one another. And, you know, and, and I was saying about... Uh, um, seeing, counting what our blessings are. And one thing is that because we have more family time, that's a blessing. And let's be creative at this time. Uh, our daughter, uh, Abby, who lives in Tennessee, she shared a few videos uh, last week of things that they are doing as a family. You know, it's become, it's not that everything is perfect, I, I have to say, but they are taking advantage of this time to do many things together. Uh, for instance, they didn't used to play board games as much. Now they're bringing out board games and teaching their children how to do it, how to, how to do, you know, the younger children, how to play those board games. They are doing puzzles together. They are exercising together, you know, and very creative, like taking cans that you have in the pantry and, you know, using them as weights if you don't have any other weights. Um, you know, things like that, cooking together. So they, they're more intentionally in teaching their children how to cook. So it's, they're using a difficult situation where now they have, you know, three kids at home to do things as a family and, and to laugh together. There's another uh, thing that I saw recently, and it was um, on the news. It was um, a video of a family that got very creative in celebrating the 96th birthday of grandma. Uh, this, this woman is in a nursing home, and she was not allowed to go out or to get, or receive any visits. So what this family did, they gathered, you know, as a family outside of her window. And from there, they sang happy birthday, cut a cake. And, and it was, and you could see in, in the video, the, the delight in the grandmother's face of having their family be so creative and so loving with her in, in a time where they couldn't be together as a family. And so these are just two examples that I've shared with you about how the, that creativity, that love count, comes out from the heart. If we have the right attitude at this time and we are committed to build one another up within our families, in our neighborhoods, in our city, that attitude of love will show up in creative ways. So, and we all have that in us. You know, we, we sometimes we say, well, I'm not creative like that. We are all creative like that because it comes from an attitude of, of love in our hearts. 
And also, what I'm asking you to do at this time is to always focus on God. Put your trust in Him. him. You know, be intentional about doing that. Fix your eyes on Him and not on your circumstances. When we look down to our circumstances, we always get, uh, we get burdened. But that's, these are not time to be burdened. It's our times to take advantage of God's presence in our life that has always been there and will never, we will never be without Him and put, you know, fix our eyes on Him at these times. And, you know, try to recognize your fears. It's okay. There is no shame in, in recognizing and naming our fears. We all have them, you know, me included. We all have fears at, at other times and at this time. And what we need to do is, you know, just name them and present them to God. You know, God, this is how I'm feeling at this time. This is the fear I have about the future, about my family. What's going to happen with this or that? That's the best place. That's the safest place on earth. You know, you, you hear, you've, you've read about accounts of people who have been in, in terrible trials, you know, where their life was at stake that they could lose their life at any moment. And, and you know, th- what they say is that that's the safest place. You know, your burdens, your, your worries, your concerns, uh, your fears, your terrors, you know, present them to the Lord. And, you know, and that, that's the safest place. And, and He does speak to our heart and He does give us peace. Uh, Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything. This is certainly a time to be anxious, but the Word of God is saying, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. You know, not to one another necessarily, but to God. And the peace of God, this is the result. When we do these things, this is the result. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And this is certainly a time where we need to guard our minds and our hearts and our souls. You know, all, all of our being needs to be guarded by God. So that's, that's one of the things, you know, our anxiety, present them to God so that they do not become panic and that we do, do not affect others in any negative way, you know, sharing too many concerns. Ask God for wisdom. You know, the Word of God is very clear that uh, when we need wisdom, it says, go to God and ask Him for wisdom. That's, it's a, it says that He hears uh, our, our cry of our heart that I need wisdom. This is a time where we need wisdom. And the Word of God says, you know, that He does listen to us and that He gives us our, the wisdom that we need. He gives it to us ab- abundantly. And, and it says that He will give you the wisdom. So it's not a matter of if, you know, if He wants to know. Every one of us, when we are in need of wisdom in any circumstance, He will give us, He will uh, grant our requests to us, and He will give us wisdom. And I, under, I know from my own life that the more wisdom I have, the more prudent and the, the, the more centered in God I stay, and I'm able to make better decisions. You know, when we are frazzled by life, by circumstances, we tend to make wrong decisions or, or decisions that are maybe this not the time to do what we, are, what we think we should do. So always, you know, stop and ask for God's 
uh, wisdom and he will give it to you. Never doubt that, that he will, he will, he says this in his, in his word. He will give you the wisdom that you need. Something else that I want to tell you is to pay attention to your words. What is coming out of your mouth at this time? Is it words of concern, you know, obsessed with the topic at hand that right now we're talking about, you know, this, the issue of the coronavirus and how, is, how it is, how it's affecting each one of us. But let's be mindful not to, you know, to take care of what we, what we say and to be mindful and intentional in speaking words of faith also, not only for our own consumption, but also for others. You know, some, some people around us, they need to hear words of encouragement at this time. So let's, let's make sure that what we are saying is pleasing to God. Within our homes and wherever we are, let's, let's make sure that we are ambassadors of faith, of, of the good counsel of the Word of God, and of hope that, you know, we, we are going to go through this situation, and, and many people need to hear that, and you are the one called to bring that message. Also, stay connected. At all times, stay connected. Although we are physically isolated at present, and, you know, we don't know if more, we're, it's going to happen in a bigger way, you know, uh, some cities are already... Uh, they have a lo uh, lockdown, I think is what they're calling it. Um, and it could come to Boston too. So let's, you know, let's, now that we are isolated physically or we're starting in that stage, let's, uh, and of, of course, you know, for necessary reasons, we, we, we're not questioning that. There, it's, there is a good reason for that. Uh, we must take care of each other through, you know, stay in contact in the ways that we have available, uh, through the phone. Uh, FaceTime is wonderful, a wonderful way also to stay connected with others. Because feeling part of, feeling that you are part of a community, even when you are isolated and you don't see each other physically, is good for the soul. So let's make sure that we do that. And I, I asked you, make a list of people that especially need that phone call. You know, there people around us, you know, elderly, people who are, might be fragile emotionally, people with mental health issues, uh, people who are ill at present and are, are afraid because they think, you know, what if I get this on top of what I already have? There are, if you sit down, you will find many names that will come to your mind. So let's be, you know, I'm, I'm not, telling you as a, just a suggestion for later. Let's, you know, do it today. Sit down and make that list and then follow up with the list by making phone calls to those people on, on a regular basis, you know, not every day, of course, but, you know, on a regular basis, keep contact. It's important at this time that we love on one another and we might not be able to do it through, you know, our presence, uh, our hugs, our kisses, but we are able to do the same uh, through phone and, you know, and, and that's very effective. If that's what we have, let's use what we have definitely at this time. And don't underestimate the power of those phone calls. You know, you will be blessed and you will also be blessing the other person that you're calling. And one thing that I want to tell you is, or to recommend to you this, wherever you go, be a bearer of the joy of the Lord, wherever you are. Be more intentional in smiling and in acting kindly 
uh, it's that's so that's always important but let's do it let's be even more intentional about that you know as I go around you know I've been to the supermarket several times uh, to pharmacy uh, on the streets you feel the burden on people you know people are very concerned so let's you know let's be more human than ever in making those connections you know through our you know eye-to-eye -eye connection smiles let's be more intentional than than you know any time before and in being a, a blessing in that way to you know people that we encounter as as we go about in a limited way now but let's let's do that and finally in this time of crisis uh, at the local at the national at the global level let's let's ask the Lord to open our eyes to the opportunities that he is presenting before us this is a time of opportunity it's, it's not a, it's not a time of crisis it's a time of opportunity we need to take advantage of this opportunity to be again to to share God's love to in many ways you know there are people that might need some physical provision in food or you know or, or making an errand to the drugstore if they are not able to leave the house be let's be you know let's share God's love that way through our words again, uh, get, uh, words of encouragement and of hope in the Lord. And let's see what God is going to do. You know, hopefully, you know, in the near future, we will share stories with one another and we will see how God used this time to advance His purposes and His kingdom. And, and I definitely believe that that will be so. And there's a, uh, a scripture in Deuteronomy 31.6 that says, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. You know, them in this, this case were the enemies of Israel. Uh, but in this case, we will say, let's not be afraid of or be in dread of the coronavirus for it is the, or, or its consequences. For it is the Lord, your God, who goes with you. We're not alone. He goes with us. He will not leave you or forsake you. That's an eternal promise. He will not leave you or forsake us or forsake you. And there's another scripture that I want to share with you. It's in Isaiah 43 verses 1 to 3. And it says like this. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob. And there you can put your name in that. You know, on, you know, take away Jacob and put your own name there. He who formed you. Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord your God the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. That's a promise for each one of us uh, today and always. And let's end by praying together. You know, where you are, please join me in this prayer. Lord, we're so thankful for your word. We believe, Lord, that this is not a new circumstance that you were unaware of. You knew this all along. And you have set aside the provision that we need for every day. 
Lord, I ask you that as a congregation, as, as followers of Jesus, we be a blessing to this world, to our families first, to our neighbors, to our church, to our city. Use us in a mighty way in this time. We declare, Lord, that we are not going to be full of fear and anxiety or, or panic. We are going to place our faith, our trust in you as we have done before in difficult circumstances of our life we're doing the same now we place our our lives in your hands our future in your hands and we know god that you have good promises for for us that you are are going to say yes and amen amen to our requests that you're going to be present at this time and in the future lord use us as your children to bless others at this time that we recognize who is our head and that we be ambassadors of you and your word in this time of need. And Lord, we ask for these things in your name and we know that as, as we ask, they will be done. Thank you, Lord, in your name we pray. Amen.